Hey guys, this is Sean Dowdell, the drummer from Great A's. You are listening to The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. My name is Dan. And I'm Aaron. And this week we are scratching the itch to get Nordic, which is something we haven't done before. I love trying to find something brand new about every interview that we can do. And uh, this is the first time we've spoken to someone from Finland or anywhere close to Finland, honestly. (laughs) I guess England's not that close. I don't know. I don't really know how big Europe is personally. So (laughs) Finland is way, way farther north. Up in there with all, yeah. But you know, the funny thing is, so Thor and stuff up there. It's it's, it's got Thor up there. Uh, The (laughs) funny thing is, as north as it is, these guys do uh, make it a point to let us know that it's not as cold as everybody thinks it might be all year round. These guys that he's referring to are Nico and Yol, the co-lead vocalists of the band Blind Channel. Yes, we had the pleasure of interviewing, having conversation with them. Um, it was a lot of fun, and I learned a lot. I, I was I was really enjoying uh, just learning different things about, you know, the the cultural dis- differences and, and the aspects of of trying to uh, market to America and things like that. Yeah, and that's what we've been trying to do with, with this interview in particular, and we hope to have more in the future. But this kind of itch international idea where we speak to a band from a different country and have a different, completely different cultural experience than what we do here in America. And honestly, for our first uh, avenue, as far as officially doing this with this type of interview, I think we couldn't have picked a a better uh, group, to be honest. (laughs) These guys have been on that upwards trajectory for the last couple of years. I was just reading actually right now before we went on, that Blind Channel's song Dark Side was the most streamed Finnish song of 2021. Had over 700,000 streams last year. Mm-hmm. And Finland has a, they have a spot in like the, the heavy music world, but it's mostly reserved for those kind of like symphonic or like gothic kind of metal acts like Nightwish and, and Him and stuff like that. But uh, these guys are kind of like the new thing there. And they, they brought their more like new metal style to stuff. And and uh, it seems like they're very much on the rise at home and and now branching out into other places. Yeah, I think that they kind of explain it best themselves as to why that is, um, why they have a different sound and why they kind of are leading the new generation. Um, and, and I'll be honest, like when they said that. It hit me how fucking old I am. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because I realized the generation that they were talking about was the generation that we started our radio show and we were playing <laughs> the music that they were, that they were influenced by. And I was just like, oh, my God, like, I didn't even think about that. There could be kids that were listening to our radio show when we fucking started it that are in bands now. That's so weird. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's it's true. That's how time works. 
Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite response to, to any conversation about aging. It's just like, yep, time, right? <laughs> That's, That's what happens when you've been doing this shit for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, these guys are, are very notably, we'll go into it. They've gone into it, and I'm sure every interview they've ever done, we touched on a little bit. Very influenced by bands like Linkin Park and Papa Roach and people from that. People that came out in that like 2000, 2002-ish era. My favorite part, as you will hear in the interview, is when Nico references Limp Biscuit because you know we always try to to hit up Limp Biscuit references in as many episodes as we can. It's been a minute. We we gotta start. We gotta start getting dropping more Biscuit references again. I think we've fell off the wagon a little bit. Yeah, they have lost their house band status. Yeah, ever since we did the episode about them, it hasn't been as as much that we've talked about them, and, and we might have to remedy that. We got it all out of our system, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but nonetheless, these guys these guys have had had a year, a couple of years, really. Yeah, we'll go into this more, but the long and short of it, uh, these guys participated in the Eurovision Song Contest, which is a huge deal across Europe. It's basically, as Casey coined it, uh, the Music Olympics, where where ba- countries will send a representative band in their song, and pretty much, it's the competition show. Uh, yeah. And these guys won basically what was the play-in contest in Finland by the highest vote in the history of that particular contest. And then they had a, a very, they didn't win the Eurovision, but they did get a very good response out of it. And it certainly catapulted them to a new level from where they were at before. Yeah. And they, and they did this, you know, at the perfect time for them during the pandemic when they couldn't tour really do anything other than like create more music yeah and i think it worked because the single dark side blew up i mean you were hearing it everywhere uh on the radio and you know on the uh on any kind of streaming services it was getting played everywhere and while i i I definitely appreciated that i I truly think that this band um should be getting a little bit more radio play than what they're getting uh, on all the major uh sources going to be one of our big big pushes from this this interview is uh trying to get the word out uh, why is this not on you know satellite radio and terrestrial radio and everywhere exactly and every like rock playlist <laughs> yeah so without any further ado here is our conversation with nico and yule of blind channel All right. Making sure we don't take up too much of your time. Now you guys, sounds like you guys have been busy all day <laughs> doing this stuff. So you're probably a little bit talked out. We're used to it. Yeah. yeah. The challenge here is, is us trying not to ask you the exact same stuff that you've been answering <laughs> repeatedly. So like we need to find something fresh. <laughs> Amazing. Just don't talk about Eurovision and you're all good. <laughs> yeah. I Stretch think- that. All right. How about we'll tell the Eurovision story real quick so you don't have to, and then we'll just like move to the next part. That's, that's okay. We could do that if you like. <laughs> I think we can pull that off. Yeah. First of all, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. 
Out of sheer curiosity, the other interviews you guys have been doing today been in Europe or have they been in the States or a little bit of both? I think they've all, all been in the States. We have a United States day today. Okay. Yeah. It's USA. So all the time, yeah, the time frame kind of stuff is a little bit crazy to deal with. Yeah. We're called The Itch. Just want to give you guys an introduction to us a little bit. We've been a radio station in St. Louis in the U.S. for 18, 19 years. And we've done a podcast for the last couple. That was what we did once the pandemic shut down the radio station. No. We can't play music, but we could talk about it and talk to some musicians. It would be cool in its own way. Amazing. Yeah, so we we did that. And you know, one of our big things is kind of giving a spotlight and a voice on artists that are kind of breaking through, especially over here. And that's like prime for where you guys seem to be at in your career right now. So it's pretty cool to, to have y'all. But my name is Aaron. Dan. I'm Casey. What's up, guys? I'm Nico. I'm Joe. All right. So we actually kind of owe you guys a thank you in a different way, because you inspired this idea that we've had that we're really hoping we can take and kind of run with. About a month ago, we we posted on Twitter that we'd we'd added Dark Side to this this new music playlist that we update every week with new tracks, and and the band shared it, and it got such a big response that it gave us this idea that we would do a little bit of world traveling ourselves by trying to focus more for a while on talking to bands from different countries, from all over the world, and just learning about different cultures and their experience and like what their experience has been if they've been to the states and and all that kind of thing. And so, yeah, you guys, it's a pleasure to have y'all because you're kind of the first of what we hope becomes this run of international artists that we talk to. Thanks for having us. And thanks to our fans, I guess. Like our fans are, how would you call it? Dedicated is the word. Yes. 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 There's a lot of them. So, um, yeah. If we go and retweet something that literally can really pop out in a crazy way. So I kind of know what you're talking about, but it's, it's awesome that we have fans. We're not complaining. Oh, yeah. They seem very cool. And we're, we're, and hey, shout out to you guys, to anybody who saw that and tweeted it and whatever, and kind of sort of set the ball in motion to make this interview happen. Uh, thanks to y'all and I hope you're enjoying this. On top of that, you guys are the, the most geographically northernmost artist that we've ever interviewed. And it'll probably <laughs> stay that way. It doesn't, uh, <laughs> it doesn't get a lot more northern than Finland. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Casey was looking that up yesterday. He was like, man, they're way up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we were just fighting polar bears just before. That's, <laughs> why we were just yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Now I really want to do world traveling. We can fight some polar bears. That'll, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, it's like Alaska. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Speaking of being from from the north, like, so what's that been like though, coming to the states and having to travel like during summer or spring? Because here it's just ungodly hot, especially depending on where you go. Because um, I'm sure it's probably not <laughs> as hot in Finland uh, during the summer as it is in some places in the states. So what, what, how's that adjustment been? I can show you the weather in Helsinki right now. In, in <laughs> what is the American? Is it Fahrenheit or what is it's, the? It's, it's Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah we have Celsius. Yes. <laughs> so does everybody but us. We're so weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't actually we don't actually have polar bears. It's very it hot. Is this okay. is why 74 in Helsinki. 74. That sounds beautiful, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, in Finland, like the summers are pretty hot as well. As at least okay. sometimes. Sometimes it just rains, but now it's the the summer's been really hot. And I think the most like the summers are hot and the winters are cold as fuck, if I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> So how's that been like adjusting on stage? Because I'm sure that it's probably hotter just, you know, getting used to that. Do you find it's it's more draining or have you had to make any kind of adjustments like that? 
Well, it depends where you play. Like um, we were in El Paso, and we were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> and Arizona was just like um, it was like hell on earth, like <laughs> sweating. And um, our bus, it, it, we didn't have like any any solid AC in the bus, so it was super fucking hot. Like oh, like the goodness. show was inside, and um, yeah, yeah, it was. I never experienced anything like that. Was that you guys first time being in like basically a, a desert? Because that's pretty much what Arizona is. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I, I've been to Spain many times. Spain is uh, in Europe. It's uh, kind of similar to the, I, I think the southest part of North America or Mexico. It's it's kind of similar in Spain, but it was still different to go Arizona. It was so fucking dry. The the, the air was so fucking dry. You, you couldn't like you couldn't breathe there. It was so hot and dry. But all the love to Arizona. The show was great, and there was a lot of people there. So all right, a lot of people. But but the weather is not for me. Like uh, we are not, we are fucking wolves from the north. <laughs> yeah, <Pole. laughs> we don't right. get used to that. Awesome. <laughs> well, you've dubbed your musical style violent pop, and you were set to take a big leap forward with the release of the album under the same name, March sixth of twenty twenty, and then. The world shut down. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we have been working for the album like for two years, and then we released it, and we were this big. Our first kind of big shows were coming, and everything was canceled, and that was actually really the rock bottom for us. Like we didn't know if we were gonna like. We have been building this momentum for like seven years. And that was the point when we really had to think that is, is there any point in doing this? Like we don't have the energy to like build everything again. And we didn't know how long the pandemic was going to last and everything. But then out of that, like frustration, a song was born, a dark side was born from that frustration. And dark side kind of became a huge hit in Europe, in Finland, even globally, it was a big song. And it was a new beginning for us. We got a new member, Alexi, our DJ, joined the band. And Dark Side was the first song that we didn't have like a producer doing it. The songwriting, the production, everything was doing by ourselves as a band, just the six of us. And then we kind of figured that we should do the next album exactly the same way. And we started writing the album Lifestyles of the Sick and Dangerous that was released two months ago or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lucky incident for us that the pandemic happened because now we are a way bigger band than before. Yeah. Yeah. Out of that, you had to decide what you were going to do since you couldn't tour. So you decided to enter Finland's UMK song contest in 2021. And your entry, Dark Side, won by the biggest landslide in the history of the competition by about 50% of the vote. That's nuts. That's, that's <laughs> insane. Yeah. And with that, you earned a spot to represent Finland at the Eurovision Song Contest. So for listeners who aren't familiar, it's a, basically a song Olympics for for European countries. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yes. We kind of made an agreement not to have these guys talk too much about that because they've talked it to death yes. beforehand. But we want to make sure that listeners understand what it is, because I don't think most of ours really do, most likely, or at least we weren't very familiar with it. Because yeah. you don't have anything like that here in the States. Like, it's not like a state competition where you just submit your best band for yeah, we got, state. I mean, there's shows that do that, but not not anything like really formal. Not on right. that level by any means. Yeah. I think there was an American song contest. We saw yeah. the ads when we were yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it yeah. good? It has Snoop Dogg, right? <laughs> yes. um, I mean, we have a ton of those reality competitions yeah. with music, but nothing with like the history and this getting like, you know, a uh, hundred 
80 million viewers or whatever across all of Europe, like Eurovision has. So it's, <laughs> I think it's a different level of, yeah, of popularity there. No, it's right. a big party. A big party. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we just, yeah, we wanted to explain it a little bit without having to, to make you guys revisit a topic that you've talked about ad nauseum for the past year yeah. or year so. Plus. plus, yeah. <laughs> but all that to say, you guys' performance was incredibly well received as you represented Finland there. Even so, we went back and looked at YouTube comments and the, the videos of you guys' performance, and we were seeing people saying things like, Finland is the cool cousin you look forward to meeting at the family gatherings. Uh, <laughs> they said these guys are always in it for fun, regardless of, of how the rest of Europe perceives it. Um, and there was even one guy who was like, I've never even been a rock fan before, but this performance actually changed my taste in music. So that we're, that's, kind of, we're, we're like the gateway drug. Yeah, you're the, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's awesome. You guys in Italy, the gateway drugs into rock from Eurovision. Yeah, yeah it was great. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that happened because of the Eurovision was that Mike motherfucking Shinoda heard Dark Side. Yeah. Actually, he heard the song <laughs> and he said, like, I'm not sure was she happy about it, but he said, like, this sounds nothing like Linkin Park. We didn't know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, we didn't care. He could have even said that this sucks. We don't care. Like he heard, <laughs> he heard it. That was a big thing for us. Awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm gonna have to disagree with him. I think you can definitely hear the influence there, and that's not a bad thing at all. Like, yeah, yeah we 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 hear the influence too. <laughs> <laughs> even Shinoda can can be wrong sometimes, great as he is. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe. Yeah. So fast forward to this year. You know, after playing most of your career across Finland and Germany, this spring you guys completed what I believe was your first U.S. tour with From Ashes to New and Fire from the Gods. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. And I believe that was actually from Ashes to New first headlining tour ever. So what was that like? How would you describe that tour? It was great um, to, to tour USA. It was a childhood dream for us uh, to see the, the whole country from side to side, from north to south and all the places, all the cool places like L.A., New York, Texas, uh, like almost every state in the country we went through. And um. For sure, uh, it was a long run, around seven weeks. It was on the same time as the first, like a really long tour for us. So it was uh, there was a lot of things in the same time, and we continued to Europe. We had a European tour after that. So immediately after that, yeah, uh, yeah, it was like three months of touring, like all the time. It was pretty crazy, but we loved it. It seemed like a perfect fit for your band, you know, with from Ashes to New headlining. How did that come about? Did they reach out to you guys first or was that kind of done through management? I think the guitarist Lance was a huge hmm. fan of us. Yeah. He heard that um, we are submitted to be the support for the tour. He was saying that we need to get these guys from Finland to tour in USA. And, you know, it's it's pretty hard to get to US market as a European band. So we're always super thankful for the guys that they picked us there. And we will do the favor back in Europe at some point to bring them here tour uk and europe with us because we owe them that so um yeah one day we'll do that favor to them and definitely a good fit because they also are uh, huge fans of lincoln park and draw <laughs> draw influence from that and actually we we've had the chance to interview their drummer maddie Mandiro uh on our show before so you guys share that in common as well being a guest on our show cool, <laughs> nice yeah they're super nice guys yeah yeah super nice We've heard before what you're talking about in terms of that difficulty of, of getting 
from Europe to the US and stuff. Like one of our favorite bands we've gone on record over and over is a band called Skin Dread out of Wales. And yeah. uh, they they have they're a notable, very notable band over there, but they haven't been to the US in I don't know, six, seven plus years, maybe. Uh, almost uh, a decade. Yeah, yeah, most of a decade because it's just it's just hard to to get in and to make the logistics work and find the audience and all that, no matter what has you know your level is in other places. And so that's great that you guys were able to break through kind of those challenges and, and come over here. We're happy to have y'all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, the, and the work continues all the time. Like, cause it's also because you guys, you got so many good bands over there. Like there's, there's no, no lying in that. Like you guys have so many great bands. So it's, that's only one of the reasons that makes it difficult not to mention the time difference and the long distances and everything like that. But we're actually coming back. Like we're coming to LA to Los Angeles in next November to like, not to play shows, but to write some songs, like mm -hmm. meet people, take pictures, take everything. We want to inhale the show business uh, in the champions league in the biggest league there is. So we really continue the work. Yeah. It's super important to be there, meet the people, write the songs and fucking do social media from LA. It's like, that is the fucking place you gotta be. And um, if you wanna conquer a scene, you need to be on the scene. You can't yeah. just come from somewhere on the outside. That makes but sense. We really hope that next year we can come back. We're just trying to find the perfect match for the tour where we can be supporting some bigger bands. And um, yeah, European wise, we already have a lot of fans here and we have tours and sold out shows, but we, we have a lot of work to do in USA. What's that like having almost shows sell out and playing these big venues and then coming over to America and then kind of not being really well known at all and, and playing smaller venues? Like, what's that feeling like? You almost feel like you're starting over or how would you describe that? It feels like going home. Like we've, we've been playing the big stages for two years. We've been a band for nine years now. Mm -hmm. So actually like most of the time we played the smaller stages to the smaller audience and to an audience that maybe hasn't heard of us or, or know only one song or two songs. So you got to win the audience on your side. And during the years, during the first years as a band, we got pretty good at it. So now it's just, it, it's a fun challenge and it feels like more familiar than the big shows we're playing right now in Europe. I think it's worth noting right now for listeners, the Blind Channel has four albums and the, the most recent one, Lifestyles of the Second Dangers, just came out in July. Um, so you're coming over here, you're mentioning, you know, a lot of people might have only heard one or two songs. We've been listening to this album a lot lately. And I, mean, I don't know what your set lists are looking like, but I feel like you could fill a pretty exciting set list even if that was the only album you had to work with. So I, I don't know. I don't know what the question is there, but I just wanted to put that out there. Like there's a lot of fun happening. There's a lot of fun happening on this album. And, and I have to assume that you guys made a pretty good impression on, on that tour, even if it was people's first time encountering you. Yeah, it, it's definitely like, it's more than just a gig. It's a show. We want to put on a show. There's lots of cool elements and a lot of things happen. You, you guys need to come and check us out. Oh, we plan to. Oh, we plan on it. Yeah. <laughs> We're just waiting for the money to go to Europe or for the announcement that you guys are back in the States. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna pay attention. We're gonna follow along. We may even see if we can find some uh, some tour partner ideas. It's a fun game we like to play. Yeah. We'll we'll send some ideas your way and see if anything Absolutely. manifests somehow. <laughs> <laughs> 
going to skip to one we were going to say for the end is a little bit of a bonus. You mentioned you know, the different elements of the live show and kind of what you want it to be. You guys clearly seem to enjoy pyro as part of your live performance. You don't say. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you confirm whether or not anyone in the band has ever caught on fire during a performance? <laughs> yeah, our guitarist, uh, he has this in his hair, afro hair. So it's it's blonde afro that really catches fire easily because he's using a lot of like spray and everything to the hair. So it's really easy when you go near to the fire. It's like, that was the moment. Uh, I guess it was one of the first shows we had with Pyros and he was super excited about the pirates so he wanted to kind of go closer to the flame and then then <laughs> shit happened but yeah there's actually a line from that accident in the new album a song called autopsy yep. and he screams that look my hair's on fire i'm a torch <laughs> that happened yep. i'm a torch <laughs> that's, that's, that's fantastic. one of my favorite songs on the album too i love that song yeah it's pretty <laughs> Dan That's noted to us last night that if, if you guys have any more singles in you from this album, that that should be that that's his rec his choice for the one. Yeah, that was going to be my suggestion. Just putting that out there to you. <laughs> do with it what you want. That's our suggestion. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> be awesome. We have a radio show that we have on every Sunday night, and that's going to be one of them that we're playing on Flavor of the Week. That's The album's going to be featured for our Flavor of the Week this week um, on Sunday. So it's 6 to 9 p.m. So you guys are probably going to be like asleep, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. but some people in St. Louis will be yes. introduced for the first time, and that'll be great. So Nice. That's super cool. Yeah. From American perspective, Finland's reputation in the heavy music scene is mostly metal. Uh, goth or kind of symphonic bands like Apocalyptica, Nightwish, and Hem are even heavier. You guys, however, were very openly and clearly love bands like Linkin Park and the new metal genre. So like, what kind of led you in that direction as you crafted your sound? We are a different generation than those bands. Those bands you were talking about, like Nightwish and Him, and we really look up for them. They're huge idols for us, but they're 20 years older than us. So they grew up listening to Kiss and fucking Iron Maiden. But we grew up listening to Linkin Park, Papa Roach. You, you know, like back in early 2000s. Yeah, when we were kids, we had fucking MTV in our house. Like in Europe, they have an MTV as well. It's the same channel. So all the American bands like My Chemical Romance, um, Linkin Park, Papa Roach, Slim Biscuits, Slipknot, all those big American bands started to blow up in the television. And at the same time, there was MySpace, YouTube coming up. So we grew up on the American metal and it was super easy to catch up on that. And it feels like home for us to do music influenced by that. And um, yeah, I guess that's the reason why we sound like somehow like Linkin Park, because that's our childhood music, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You mentioned uh, Slipknot in there, it's, and so I believe you guys just recently played Knotfest. And yeah, two days ago, yeah, we're still yeah. recovering from that. One. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're still a bit hungover. <laughs> what what is that like to grow up and idolize a band like Slipknot and and then be able to play on the same stage as them? How would you describe that? Well, it's definitely like a dream come true. There was also Bring Me the Horizon. Like we love their music as well, so. We played on the same stage as two of our favorite bands. So it was crazy. But at the same time, you sort of start to realize that, you know, because we're pretty good awesome. here in Finland as well. There you go. <laughs> nice. Yeah. nice. So you you kind of meet them and they're just guys. And then you're like, of course, you want to go and hang out. But you know that they've traveled a long way. You don't want to like disturb them. You want to give them some privacy because that's what we want. There's a lot of young bands that are like idolizing us the same way we idolize 
Slipknot or Bring yeah. Me the Horizon. So we kind of know the feeling. So it also gets a bit more professional. You're thinking that we're all here. We're all working. We, we all need to put, on, put up a crazy show. So it's also kind of different, even though it's a dream come true. But there's still this professional side to all of it. Yeah, makes sense. That's awesome that you guys are exploding to that point and able to live out your dream now, especially after having to endure the the pandemic. (laughs) It just seems like such a pivotal point. And so like now you said you guys, you did the the tour here. You've been back home playing a a lot of shows in like in Finland and like in Germany, where it seems like is also where you guys spend a lot of time. Um, And then you guys are also preparing for your first headline tour outside of that region throughout the rest of Europe. Is that, that's right? Yeah, we have a, a headline European tour starting in two weeks. There's mm-hmm. already, I think, five shows sold out in Germany. So, and we also entered number 15 on the German album chart. So we are really popping up in Germany. We're going to do television there and all that cool stuff. So Germany is probably the first country outside Finland where we will blow up really big and then UK and then hopefully USA. But that's the road you got to go if you want to make it. And um, we're really patient about the USA. Yeah. We don't want to like, we don't want to hurry with that. If we can come there and play shows, we can do it. But we don't want to be like, we don't want to be greedy with that. We, we just want to build that stuff there and hopefully good things starts to happen at some point. I, was gonna say, I think you guys are doing it the right way. I mean, you put out great music with these albums and you're, and you're going out and playing live shows. And from what I've heard and seen, um, you know, videos of your live shows are just amazing. So I, I think just keep doing that and you're, you're the American fans will follow. There's no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, feel the same way that like the recipe works now it's just grind and hard work mm-hmm. and that's going to take us where we, wherever we want to go. Uh, can I ask as somebody as who's pretty ignorant of, you know, like the European music scene and how different, markets and whatever fit together um is there a particular reason why it seems like germany specifically has embraced you guys so much in germany like they're they like finnish music that's all i can say just in general relationship between finnish bands and germany i don't know what it is but every single finnish band that is uh like well-known internationally they sell arenas in germany like every every fucking band i don't know what it is but i think german has a sweet spot for fin- finnish music it's okay. maybe the melancholy or something like that but <laughs> and maybe maybe it is that both Finns and germans like beer and sausage it can be also yeah. that <laughs> we're all united by beer and sausage that's true <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I'll take it. Those those all sound like valid reasons to me. We sort of have a running joke that it seems like every other band that we discover is like a two-man band. And with Blind Channel, on the other hand, you guys have six members. So what's the creative dynamic of the band having six voices? It's fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we were figuring you would say. (laughs) Yeah, and imagine Slipknot has nine. Like, what I know. The <laughs> chill out. <laughs> does that does that make it difficult to like finish finalize a song? Because you know everybody always. I'm sure that you guys are probably perfectionists, and everybody you know wants to make sure that everything's perfect before it's released. So when you have six different people, you know, trying to put their creative influences into a song, it just feels like it might never end. So do you have like a process to, where you're just like, nope, this is it. The song is done. We're, we got to move on. 
Well, the song song is never ready. That's one key factor that we found out. Like song is never gonna be ready. You just have to let it go and focus mm-hmm. on the next one. That's important point. And even though we as a band we disagree on a lot of things, but we all agree. We know like we share the same vision of what Blind Channel should sound like. That's what we have in common. So it's only only the road to get there, like to get it sound like Blind Channel. That's where the disagreements happen. But usually, sometimes we wrestle, or sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's like it's something else. But usually, we get to to a good point, and that's also like like why did we didn't need a producer for the for the album? Because like if there's a bad a shitty idea. I can't say bad idea because that's on the album. But if there's somebody <laughs> has a shitty idea, it has to like it has to go through five other members. And if it's a good idea, it can do that. But a shitty idea that it that won't pass. Yeah, that's that's a good point. That's that's a lot of people to yeah a lot of different um, permissions to get through for an idea to to pass. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> We wanted to, to lean a little bit more before we close up here, kind of the international element here. So I got a couple of questions for you on that. First is, what's something surprising that you guys learned about America in your time here? Well, uh, to be honest, uh, I think um, the highways are super, like if, if you travel, it's super long journey from town to town. It can take like easily like 10 hours and I'm... Um, there's truck stops everywhere, which is a good thing. You can go to the fucking shower and grab the corn dog and Red Bull and um, your day is ready for the start. And yeah, we well, of a rock star. Yep. Yeah. Corn dogs <laughs> and Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> fucking pilots and what is the loves and what is the, those companies were everywhere. Like the same fucking truck stop. It's pilots or loves or, or those yeah. same, same truck stops. And I'm, um, we 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 still hear in our in our nightmares the sound that um, <laughs> you are remaining on the number four for the shower. Enjoy the shower. <laughs> like, oh fucking god! Enjoy the shower. <laughs> no, it's it, it was a dream, but at the same time, when you when you're using that shower every morning, you wake up on a truck stop, you walk to the shower room, and you enjoy that. So it kind of start to repeat itself and um but yeah it was good i'm still waiting for that tr- first truck stop experience in america because in europe we don't have that yeah. we have only like a gas station where you can buy maybe yeah not not, not even a corn dog maybe a <laughs> sandwich and there's nothing there's no fucking bathroom you have to pay for the bathroom so oh, wow. it's different. yeah it's mm. unfortunate <laughs> yeah. We love USA. I mean, the whole country. I was super hyped all the time. I had an acoustic guitar. I was playing that all the time, and um, all the desserts and, and 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 everything like like fucking mountains everywhere. And and I still remember like when we went to the like Las Vegas for the first time. It was mind blowing to see that that craziness. And um, yeah, I can't wait to come back. It's it's easily one of the greatest places in the earth. Yeah. It was so crazy to gamble all our money. <laughs> <laughs> And it was crazy to get married and all that stuff. I, sh- I shouldn't say this in an interview. I, I did get married in Vegas, actually. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It was planned, but yeah, we still nonetheless got married in Vegas. Nice. <laughs> really curious because, you know, I know that like there's a lot of things online and especially with like media out there that were you know, Europeans are just like, do Americans really do that? Is there anything that you can think of that you're just like, 
that you've seen on online or in the media where you're just thought, do Americans really do that? <laughs> well, um, a lo- big surprising thing was that it was very much like it is in the movies. Like we've seen so yeah. many films about U.S. and usually you think that movies exaggerate or something like that. But they don't like it was just <laughs> like in the movies, which was crazy. Like, OK, you didn't have the Avengers, which was, which was kind of a disappointment. But, <laughs> but besides that, like it was very much like it's we've seen in the movies. So that was crazy. It felt like being in a movie. And also when we went to see the new Batman movie, I think we were. What was the sound we were in? We went to see Batman. I can't remember. It was in the beginning of the tour, a smaller they town. I think. around Seattle or something like that. And it felt crazy to go into the fucking movie theater. And on the next day you play in Seattle and you see the fucking rain city with all the dark wipes and everything. So it felt like we are in the movie. Because it, <laughs> if you look at European towns, they look like uh, from the, I think every town is around 500 to 1,000 year old. So all the buildings are super old and, and it, it looks like a fucking, uh, yeah, it, it's not that modern and the vibe is not, not the same. So yeah, I have to say that it felt pretty unreal to hear people speak in the way they speak in the movies and in the, in the television and all that stuff, because in, in Europe, when you hear someone speaking English, it's it's there's always the accent, and you can see that someone is speaking and hear someone is speaking English, and they are not native speakers. But if you go to UK, it's I, 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 like that, so you don't understand it that well. But I, all the love for UK, we love UK, but the accent is really fucking strong there. It's like we don't understand. It's it's yeah. we, we've grown up speaking American English. We're not grown up speaking the UK English, so it's right. pretty different. It's also yeah. like the small manners they have. Like I remember, like when you go to a truck stop, let's say Loves, and you say that I'd, I'd like, can I use your shower? And you pay for it, and the the woman in the register calls you Love. Like there you go, <laughs> yeah. Love, and yeah, you go yeah. like, what did you say to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the people are the- so nice. They call me Love or <laughs> Honey or yep. whatever. Like Sweetie. that's crazy. Yep. Yep. They don't do that in Finland. They, in Finland, they say that here's your ticket, get the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But but it makes total sense. Joel, did you have to go somewhere? Yeah, I have to go like as soon as possible. I have a, a car waiting for me outside. So whenever you're ready, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm ready. I'm sorry, I, I had time for seven and I had a car waiting for me. So. Okay, okay, no problem. But thank, yeah. thank you for your time. No worries. Thank you yeah. very much. Appreciate yeah. it. Have a great day. We really appreciate you guys' time. Yeah. We're grateful for anybody that chooses to spend their time talking to us because there's a million other things somebody could be doing. So, no, it's nice. And this is kind of like our job, you know? <laughs> there's yeah, that right. too. <laughs> right. Yeah. Actually, that's a great question. In general, would you say that's a part of the job that you guys enjoy? Or is it more like we just have to do it in order to progress what we want to do, making the music, playing the shows? like it depends like i enjoy many interviews or interviews like this when you like get to chat and it's kind of like it's kind of real and you can joke around like i don't like where you have to be like super professional and it's like wearing a (laughs) fucking suit and like yeah (laughs) Yeah. right 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 like sometimes it sometimes it can get like that so those are maybe they're just a bit stressful and we're pretty easygoing guys so this this feels natural to just like chat chat around. I like interviews 
like this. But there have been like, especially the year 2021, the Eurovision year, we did over 400 interviews. Right. And mostly it was always the same questions, like yep. the same questions over and over again. Like I could tell about how Dark, Dark Side was born. I could do that in my sleep. <laughs> I could do that answer in my sleep. So that kind of like, it turned to work at some points. Luckily, there are six of us. So yeah. we got like, whose turn is it? <laughs> You're right. right. You're right, right today. Yeah. 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 That's a great benefit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. We always, we, those are actually, you mentioned that those are two things that we try to prioritize when we're doing interviews is for one, like we weren't joking about like semi-professional, like we want to know what we're talking about, but also like we're, we don't want to be stuffy or, you know, we want that banter in the back and forth. And then for two, trying to figure an angle, something to ask somebody about that they haven't been asked a hundred times. Yeah. I think it's important if somebody's going to give you their time that you, you try to make sure they enjoy their time for that. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you guys mentioned uh, like growing up speaking American English. This is one of those things where like, I'm going to educate myself. Yeah. I'm looking it up. And, and so correct me if I'm wrong. English is not definitely not uh, like an official language of Finland. No. Is it, is it common at all? I'm seeing when I, when my research shows Finnish and Swedish being the most common spoken languages. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Finnish and Swedish are very common around here. Uh, a lot of people speak Swedish or both Finnish and Swedish, but also English is pretty common actually because they start to teach you at like, I think nowadays it starts at first grade or something. Like when you go to school, you start learning English and Swedish comes up even a bit later, I think, hmm. uh, to, to the curriculum. So yeah, a, a lot of people speak speak good English in in Finland. Yeah. So when you said growing up speaking American English, you, you, you guys mean that literally? Like you've been speaking yeah, for yeah, most of your lives? School. Yeah, going to school, you you have a lot of English. But of course, we have the people who are like, they speak only Finnish or something like that. Right, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they think the foreign people can understand them if they just speak louder, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. I think that's everywhere. For some right. reason, we do the same thing here. It's just like, if you yeah. didn't understand me, just let me repeat it louder and surely then and it'll slower. work. No, it still yeah. doesn't make sense. <laughs> Even yes. when we're listening to English, sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. But also, like, I think our band speaks pretty good English because we've watched so many interviews of our yeah. idols. You yeah. know, right. you watch a Slipknot interview when you're in, in your something third grade or something, and you're like, <laughs> I don't understand what they're saying, but I need to know. <laughs> yeah. That's helpful because, like, Corey Taylor is a, is a very well-spoken guy, too. He's a yes, very intelligent guy. And so hearing yeah. him is, is not a bad way to, to learn a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got, I got one more question um, related to kind of the, this international experience here. So, you know, we asked something surprising. You've learned about your time in the U S um, what's something or multiple things, if you want, you would want us to know if we visited Finland, some, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, like I already said, we don't actually, we don't have polar bears. That's just, well, <laughs> that's disappointting. Now I don't know if I want to come anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people, a lot of people think we do. Like it's actually, that's surprising for most of bands I've seen that come here for the first time. They think it's some only the land of forever winter or something like that. But it's not yeah. like we, yeah. have, we have four seasons that are very beautiful in their own way. And the winters are very cold, but the summers are sometimes they're like very hot, so just like in the rest of the Europe. And it's really, really beautiful, beautiful here. 
I'm not sure like what should you learn about Finnish. Maybe if you like you know Finnish people love cabins. They have cabins like by the lake and that's where they go to sauna and that's where they get pissed up drunk and stuff like that. So <laughs> <laughs> now if you come to Finland, you should maybe experience it that way. Because there's like Helsinki is a big city, but it's not really that big if you compare it to the rest of the Europe or especially United States. So it's not that big. So if you come to Finland, definitely see like the nature. Like my favorite place in Finland is the true north, the Lapland in Finland. Okay. Like that's that's crazy it feels like going to another world you have like the what are northern lights on the yeah. sky light, lighting up the sky and you have these huge fucking mountains and all that that's just crazy like and it's it's crazy that many people in finland don't know that like they're always lived their whole lives in the southern parts of finland and then like they're like i've never been to lapland and i said you gotta go because i'm doing this <laughs> I've done these hikes, like where you go just hiking and you spend a day or three or five in the nature. And I love that. So if you come to Finland, go to cabin by a lake and get <laughs> so drunk. <laughs> That's the finish way to do it. Okay. St- stare into the Northern light sky. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. I appreciate that. That's, yeah. that's what I was hoping to learn right here. I'm like, I need to, I need to hear about this, about another culture. <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right, we can we can start wrapping it up here. Um, you all yeah. had to had to head out, and and we seem to have lost Dan as well. Dan had yes. to head out. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna wrap up. We got what we call them rapid fire. I think we'll just do three, Casey. If you wanna if you wanna take those. Yeah. Um, we ask these to to everybody that we speak to. It's kind of yeah. your chance to talk about about music about other people's music, really. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, what is a song or an album that changed your life? I have to say Hybrid Theory from Linkin Park is that brought us together as a band. Like I wouldn't even be friends with the guys without that album. Hmm. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, what is an album that is all killer and no filler? So start to finish. It's just a, a banger of an album. Hmm. I li- really love Semp Eternal by Bring Me the Horizon. Okay. N- nice. Good choice there. And finally, what is an artist that more people should know about? Hmm. That's a difficult one. Well, we've been listening to a lot of this guy called Zero936. I don't know if you know him. We We do. do. We do. Yeah. We're big fans. Yeah. Yeah. Actually mentioning right there, that's, you know, you're talking about, you know, who could we come back and tour the States with or, or bring over there or whatever. That would be a fantastic fit. We would we would fully support that idea. I'm sure you would too. <laughs> yeah. Like let, let's just say we've been chatting with the dude and let's see what happens. I, I, yeah. Nobody knows yet, but yeah, he's been a cool guy. We'll nice. root for that one. Yeah. 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 That <laughs> zero nine thirty six would be a great tour partner for you, for you guys. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. We really appreciate your time and uh, we hope to check you out in the States the next time you guys are or here or if we somehow yeah. make it to to europe <laughs> yeah yeah if you, if you come to europe hit us up we'll get you on the list or something yeah, yeah. sweet thank you very much nico you're a pleasure it's a, it's been a great hour chatting with you yep thanks for having us let's chat more later all right thank you have a good one bye-bye take care guys this ain't a studio this is some lord i ain't no romeo just another chord <laughs> 
Are you trying to eat that soup with a fork? Welcome into the mind of a psychosocial whole crew doing fine, going in slow motion. Got a boiling brain, explosive emotions, and they call me waves. Here comes the ocean, yo. So that was our conversation with Nico and Yule of Blind Channel. Those guys were fun, I gotta say, even though even though, as they noted, they had been doing interviews all day long and it was clearly like they were talked out, but they still were very gracious to talk with us and even laugh with us. They saw a little bit of energy for that. Yeah, what I truly appreciated was I think at some point Nico said that he truly enjoyed our interview because it was very conversational. He didn't feel like he was being grilled. Um, he felt very relaxed. That's one thing I tr- I appreciated the whole entire time is that they were just completely honest and and I I, I like that because you don't you know sometimes they're trying to you feel like they're and they might be just very nice people and not you know you could be making them miserable obviously but they're just <laughs> so nice that they're not going to say that um, but these guys definitely seem that they're they're honest if, if we we're making them miserable they probably would have told us like <laughs> they were just that honest I think. <laughs> Yeah, and we appreciate uh, Yule sticking with us as long as he did. I know he had he had some plans and had to had to cut out a little bit uh, earlier than we anticipated, but it happens. Yeah, we definitely appreciated the time that he had, and I actually wasn't able to join either. I had some uh, computer issues, and after fighting with it for just a little bit, I I decided to just say f it and go back to work. <laughs> to be honest, so, yeah. yeah. Which the last few minutes of just Casey and and Nico and I were those were cool too. After the interview was over, and I, now I kind of regret this. Dan sent us a text message, and he was like, "You missed the opportunity to have him do a liner in, in Finnish." Yeah, and I was like, yes. Dang it, "You're so right. I wish we'd have done that. That would have been great." Yeah, I would have. I was going to ask for that if I was on the call. <laughs> I appreciated that. Uh, I think maybe part of the reason that the interview felt like it was going smoothly was because right off the bat. I don't remember how we got to this point, but they were like, as long as you don't ask about Eurovision, everything will be fine. Yeah, that was right <laughs> at the beginning of the interview. Right yeah. at the beginning. We're like, let's not talk about that. We're like, done. We'll, we'll, we'll gloss over it as best we can. Well, they were telling us, they were telling us it was their media day. And so they had just been like doing a ton of interviews with all kinds of different podcasts. And we're like, oh, well, we don't want to bore you with the same questions is there anything that we can avoid and that was the like the first thing like immediately that they said we're like okay scratch that we'll just take that right the hell off our list and i i think they kind of they kind of meant it as a joke but they're also serious about it at the same time (laughs) well he noted that after the contest that was the thing that they were asked about ad nauseum by everybody that they talked to forever and ever and it made me think of like American Idol winners and stuff like that. And right. how probably for like the next year, they're getting the same questions from everybody all day long. That's why he was like, I can tell the story of how we made Dark Side in my sleep because I've right. done it so many times. <laughs> yeah, he said they just used to deflect to each other and they had six different members. So they just, you know, switched and take, took turns yeah. uh, talking about it. So maybe that's another thing we might do in the future be like, all right, before we get going, what do you not want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We'll do you a solid since you're here doing us a solid. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that I, I definitely took away f- from the interview is that even though they do have six members, they have their heads on straight and they definitely have a plan for what they want to do and what they want to accomplish. And I think they're doing a really damn good job of doing so. 
for anyone who thinks that they actually have their heads on straight, uh, Casey's lying. Go look at their new album cover. <laughs> True. <laughs> great. Uh, I wanted to ask about that too. I completely forgot. Like that was so clever. Like I was just curious who came up with that idea and like, it, it was just really well done. I think it was Bray Wyatt. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that later. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, and what were yeah. you, what were you going to go for? Uh, I was just going to say, I, that's, that's all I was going to say. It was, that's, it was awesome. I don't really had anything good to say about that. Oh. <laughs> I think it's really cool to get in on a band like this that, has just started making a foray into the United States. And he even mentioned that it's like the U S isn't necessarily their next target, at least not exclusively. They're taking their time with it. Yeah. Yeah. They have a a long-term vision in mind, which I think will certainly work to their advantage. Well, and I, I I mentioned this in the interview and I think they're, they're going about it the right way. As long as you, you know, keep putting out good music, you keep putting out good shows and, and having being a part of good tours, which they have been, um, mm-hmm. So far, anyway, th- they'll definitely continue to make a name for themselves. There's no, no doubt about that. And we'll hope to talk to them again, you know, down the line as that as that happens. Hopefully next time they're back here. Yes. yes. Love to see them live. Hopefully they'll be on tour with uh, 0936. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great tour to me. I, I sincerely hope that happens for them. So let us know what you thought about that. Uh, little uh, experience. And going forward, we're hoping to do more interviews with bands from across the world, not necessarily just ones from from the US. And with that said, we're like we'd be happy to take suggestions on like topics and like the kind of stuff people want to hear about bands that are coming from different cultures and stuff like that. So maybe hit us up and let us know what kind of stuff you would like us to to ask people whenever we get these folks from different places. Yeah, cuz the idea kind of stemmed from when we were talking with Cam Cole and just kind of understanding the cultural differences that he was dealing with the uh, somebody just from from England. Um, so we just were thinking like, well, I mean, it's got to, if it's just that crazy, just from England, it's got to be even crazier from somebody like in a different country with different languages and different cultures. So (laughs) and polar bears and polar bears and polar bears. (laughs) (laughs) It's good times. He was hilarious. He was a really funny dude. (laughs) They both, they're both hilarious. Yes. I need a note. I, p- I put this on the socials, but I, I didn't think of it to say in the moment. And I kind of wish I had. But but Yoel, um, he is a dead ringer for Daniel Johns of Silverchair <laughs> whenever he was younger. <laughs> was, you can go to our Twitter. You can see a picture of, of him side by side. And aside from one of the images looking like it's from the 90s and one looking like it's from 2022, I bet you couldn't tell which was which. <laughs> yeah. I kind of got a different impression from the, the hairstyles, the the way that they act, like they were real ba- late, kind of laid back and chill. Is like I felt like it, I was talking with uh, the lead singers of the Dirty Heads, Dirty J and Duddy B, but um, it was it was still an awesome experience. Like they 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 were uh, Nico and and Yo were, were just great guys, and we truly appreciate their time. Today I learned that the Dirty Heads singers are Dirty J and Duddy B or something like yeah. that. Whatever you just said, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I got it. <laughs> you learn something new every day. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought those were members of the Insane Clown Posse. I don't know what we're talking about. It's anymore. Violent J, actually. And Duddy Violent B. J. No, it's Violent and J and uh, Scraggy. Oh, Shaggy. 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 That's it. Shaggy. 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 Shaggy.
What? Jay, I don't know what Nutty Gummy is. <laughs> I'm just no joking. Idea what that's is. Little Debbie. <laughs> Ooh, Little oh. Debbie. Okay. <laughs> not familiar with that wrestler. No, no, no. That's a snack cake. That's a snack cake. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, now that hunger has entered the chat room. Uh... <laughs> We're going to get those corn dogs and, and beer. Yes, and thank you to Blindside for, for giving Blind us a Blind channel. That time you did do it. I knew, I knew I was going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time you did it. I'm just glad I didn't do it in the interview. I was like, at some point, I'm going to call these guys blindside accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad I save it for now instead. That would have been embarrassing. It would have been. (laughs) But at least at least you would somewhat have an additional excuse because they have dark side and blind channel and blind. (laughs) Also, blind side is from Sweden, which is the, the, you know, Finland's neighbors across the across the, the Whatever is between the way, them. The uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the icebergs across the icebergs with all the polar, polar bears floating bears. on them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just bordered by polar bears, from what I understand. <laughs> so, if you're in Europe listening to this, you should go see Blind Channel. They are currently doing some shows when this comes out uh, in Germany. And then they will be doing a tour across other parts of Europe, their first ever time headlining across Europe. And so, uh, yeah, we highly, highly suggest checking them out if they come anywhere near you. Yes, this is an awesome band. Awesome, awesome guys. Awesome time. Just fucking awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd love to see a a performance of them with them being the headlining act um, with all their pyro and stuff, (laughs) because that just would be insane. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see them play. Uh, well, I think they said they're probably the biggest in like Germany. I'd like to see them play uh, like a huge sellout show, like you said. Uh, yeah, like a, like a, a Wembley Stadium type of thing or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> and they'll be there soon enough. Like they keep it up. Like this this album was great. The you know from what I understand, they were fantastic on on the tour with uh, from Ashes to New from uh, from the group chats that I've been in. I hope everyone enjoyed our conversation with blind channel because we definitely enjoyed chatting with them and uh, hope to do so again in the future because this band's going to be going places. Check them out. Let us know of any other international bands that you think we should have our eye on and uh, we will go from there. ZH continues to get international. (laughs) Spicing that shit up, making it very itchy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much for listening to the Itch Podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Casey. And I'm Aaron. And until next time, rock on. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about the Itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H. R-O-C-K-S. You are remaining on the number four for the shower. Enjoy your shower. Oh, fucking God.